Earthsavers and welcome back. The season is upon us, Christmas is around the corner, festive good fun is everywhere and of course in Hong Kong we are famous for our absolutely amazing decorations. This happens in malls all over Hong Kong. A lot of people travel from mall to mall to get photos and experience the most incredible installations there are. Now there is a problem with this, they could be perceived to being quite wasteful. These things turn around every year. There are new decorations up every year. I have been super heartened to find some people working to combat that. I'm with two designers and architects from Studio HIR, Howard Chung and Irene Chan. Thank you so much for joining me on the program today, guys. So can you tell me a little bit about this gigantic orb we are standing near? It looks like it's covered in snowflakes. It's absolutely spectacular. We're at the Airside Kaitak Mall today. What is unique about this design? Right. So when you um, see it from afar, it's like a big snowball. Um, when you come closer, it's actually um, a lot of pieces of um, plastic pieces uh, joined together uh, that look like snowflakes float, um, floating in the air. And that's like you, you're standing in the middle of the uh, standing, you're like standing in the middle of the snow ground with uh, snowflakes coming down from the sky. The special thing about this is they are all recycled plastic. They are all plastic recycled from Hong Kong, um, Hong Kong residential units or the shops. We recycle almost half ton of them, and we took about more than half a year to recycle them. That's absolutely incredible. More than half a ton of plastics and you're recycling them to use this. I think that's just such an important message to get across. Christmas and festive times, they can be a very wasteful period, right? There's a lot of packaging, there's a lot of decoration, there's a lot of plastic. And it's amazing that you guys are able to do this. What gave you the idea? Why did you think this was important, Irene? Uh, we think that, uh, like you said, we totally agree with the, the, your uh, what you said about the ways that we produce every year after all the Christmas decoration that we've enjoyed. And uh, what we've been uh, researching in our studio is that we always wanted to try to make these you know, not so good looking ways to make them look wonderful and useful. And also what we're trying to do here is we want to try to promote circular design, circular economy. So what, we, what we've designed in this installation, that we've uh, designed all these little pieces, just like a toys, and, you know, kids' toys, where you can put put the puzzles together to form all these snowflakes, and after you know the exhibition, we can take them off and we can you know uh, reassemble them in elsewhere. Or uh, what we are showing here is maybe we can uh, reassemble it into a a pet's uh, nest, pet furniture, planters, lightings. There could be so many possibilities about what you can do uh, after uh, the installation is completed. Circular economy is music to our ears on Savvy Earthsavers. It's really important for us to see that products have a life beyond this initial purpose. But I also think it's really important to highlight how incredibly beautiful your work is, guys, because, I mean, that's the other thing we have to talk about. When we think about things in terms of circular economy, in reusability, in being eco-friendly with materials, we don't have to sacrifice aesthetics and impact and visual impact. Um, it's not a whole bunch of plastic bottles stuck together. There's a lot more that goes into it. Can you tell me a little bit about the process behind how you create these materials? Very true. Um, so we, we took all the plastic bottles and then we um, cleaned them, sort them out into different types of plastic. 
and out of them we took out the um, <coughs> the colors we like uh, the, the white the the transparent the purple and the blue <coughs> we shred them into little pieces and then we put them into like a, a small um, saucepan we put them into oven and then after uh, 20 minutes we took them out and use CNC technique to to craft out the hexagons and all the joinery in between yeah it's an incredibly involved and impressive process with a lot of innovation that's gone into it. Is there any other work you guys are doing as a design studio that's similar? Do you work with recycled materials often, Irene? The, the journey started five years ago when we, uh, uh, when we were commissioned to design a series of uh, public benches for the Shatin Town Hall. And, uh, uh, but we came up with the idea of using uh, waste collected from the Shatin community and turn them into a plastic uh, bench. So that was our first trial of uh, salvaging uh, public waste and turn them into something useful and something that belongs to the community. And uh, what we're really proud of the bench is that we are able to, you know, involve the public in the in our design process. That, you know, they are actually contributing to our design in terms of the material and the construction, which uh, we think is very important because, uh, you know, uh, it, the public space doesn't just belong to us designers, but it belongs to the people who are using them. And then we also did, uh, when we were in, uh, renovating one of the performance and, uh, venue in, I think that was Koshan Theatre, uh, you know, we were asked to demolish the old reception counter and then make a new one. But what we did is that we kept the rubbles from the demolition and turned them into uh, terrazzo uh, uh, slabs that will help to decorate the um, the, the new reception area yeah so so we always think about what we can do as designers to uh, make the world a little better <laughs> it's absolutely beautiful and I think what I really love what you're talking about there is the ability of the community to engage with many of these designs and for the members of the public to see the potential because I think that recycling materials and creating things that are reusable can sometimes have a bit of a you know, a PR problem, right? Like, you know, uh, Hong Kong people, we love to celebrate. We love decorations. We love that festive atmosphere, but it can come at a high environmental cost. And also the waste we generate as a community, we can feel very detached from it. I think what you're talking about in terms of some of your community projects is really inspiring um, for here in Hong Kong. And I think quite progressive. Do you feel quite hopeful about what Hong Kong design can do on the world stage and locally in this way yeah um, yeah absolutely it's um, sometimes it's quite um, it's very important to make things look good from from a point of view of designer so we, we try very hard to um, we brand recycled materials how to make them look uh, appealing to the general public so uh, as Irene mentioned, all, all the past projects we have done, we, we try, we spend a lot of time to research and try to make the recycled materials uh, better by sorting them out nicely to uh, make them clean. And all this process takes time and um, uh, hard work to research. So I think we, I, I have a lot of friends, um, my fellow professionals who are into sustainable design and some are even exploring new materials by by working with the labs. I think Hong Kong um, designers has, has a lot of um, 
has a, have, have a lot of uh, vision on on sustainable design. It just um, maybe we need a bit more platform to showcase our, our work to show the world that we we are actually doing them. Yeah. Thank you so much, Howard and Irene, for your time today. Um, if you want to come and see some of their work, it's displayed at the Airside Mall in Kaitak. But thank you so so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much.